The Rock understands what took place. The night you won King of the Ring, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together, and you said a prayer, and it sounded like this. Oh, dear God. New Sports Desk. You see, my name's Billy, and I just won King of the Ring, but there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. You're listening to the sports show. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. What did you do in camp? His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on hey, this track? Sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. Dexter Grace, Dexter Grace. Trapaholics mixtapes. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk. It is your guy, it is your man's one half of your sportsologist. Live in studio, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. All right, so I am here solo dolo, but we will be getting black on the phone in just one minute. All right, so we have a lot, a lot to get into. Of course, we're going to be talking about the crowning of a new champion. All right, in the NBA, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets or winning their first championship in franchise history. All right, defeating the Miami Heat in five games. All right, we're going to dive into that series in just a little bit, talk about some things from the outcome of it, uh, Joker's place right now in the league, where did the heat go from here, so forth and so on, all right? But we're going to go ahead and get into some icebreakers because uh, we do have some things that, uh, you know, transpired. So let's go ahead and get into it. Oh, if my phone work. All right. <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Where are we going to start here? All right. Well, I got to... I gotta apologize. I gotta apologize. All right. This past weekend at UFC, I believe it was UFC 289. I can't remember. I can't keep up with it. But Amanda Nunes, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, the greatest female fighter in the existence of mixed martial arts, defending her title in uh, very dominating fashion. All right. Uh, defeating Irene Aldana. Uh, unanimous decision win. It wasn't even close. Aldania showed some spurts in the first round, but I called for an upset last week. Episode 229. I called for an upset. I tried to see things coming before they happen, and uh, I was unsuccessful <laughs> with doing that this time around. So, Nunez gets to win, continues her dominant streak, but then she calls it a career, all right? Amanda Nunez uh, officially retired, we think, from the UFC after her dominating win. So if this is the last time that we have seen Amanda, the Lioness Nunez, she is indeed, without a shadow of a doubt, the greatest of all time. In my opinion, she's top five ever, ever in mixed martial arts, let alone the greatest female fighter ever. 
Some of her accomplishments are beyond wow. First ever double champion in the UFC, holding the Bantamweights and uh, Featherweight titles simultaneously. Most uh, wins in UFC title fight history amongst women. Most wins in the Bantamweight uh, division. Uh, 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 just, just defeated Chris Cyborg, the untouchable GOAT beforehand, Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate, so forth and so on. This is a woman who transcended the sport, the way she moves so fluently and so beautifully on her feet, her uh, uh, her boxing skills, her grappling skills, her learned takedown uh, defense and takedown tactics when she was in the cage. She provided several amazing moments uh, throughout her uh, career. And if this is the last time that we saw Amanda Nunes. I feel she has nothing else to prove. There's only one fight, and I mean one fight only, that um, that I would want to see Amanda back at. And uh, it is not Juliana Pino, no disrespect. It will be Valentina Shashenko for a third time. That is the only fight that makes sense for Amanda, and I think Amanda knows that. But salute to the GOAT. Salute to the greatest female martial arts fighter, top five fighter ever in my opinion, and Amanda the Lioness Nunez, all right? Moving along, man, today was a tough, tough, tough day, man. My favorite show, bar none, whether it's listening or watching, is FS1's Undisputed. And my man, my man, our uncle, Uncle Shannon Sharp departed from Undisputed, um, today um in real time if you're hearing this later one day after the nba finals and it sucks man because not it don't it doesn't suck that because i know we're going to see shannon again but the combo of skip and shannon shannon were iconic they provided so many beautiful moments in sports and we know times appear to be rocking between the two over the past few months but then the sport debating sports and being around each other every single day Listen, things take place, and I, for one, I'm not going to harp on Shannon's leaving because of Skip. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that, man. I, I, I honestly believe that Shannon has some immense opportunities ahead for him, and he'd be a fool not to entertain them and go forth and experience what those opportunities are. Shannon became a media darling, a media superstar of the uncle um, for so many of us out there, uh, as he's called Uncle Shay Shay. All right. So, um, salute to Shannon Sharp. Really looking forward to seeing what he does next. I'm also looking forward to seeing what Undisputed does next. Skip has always been someone to bring talent along and create probably the best thing in sports to watch on TV. He's been doing that. Stephen A. Smith, he's, you know, had him and then goes on to Shannon Sharp and just all the moderators and everybody he's, you know, b brought along with him. Um, I'm curious to see the next lane, the next level that Skip goes. So, Bittersweet, my favorite show, Undisputed, uh, in my opinion, came to an end today. Um, but um, the biggest story of it is that Shannon Sharp just won't, he won't be there. He won't be there, man. So it's going to be very curious. I'm very curious to see how things go from here. Salute to Shannon and to Skip um, on their uh, their futures and look forward to seeing what's next. All right. Floyd Mayweather Jr. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Floyd is... I don't know. But look, the John Gotti Jr., John Gotti III situation down in Miami, Florida went absolutely crazy where the fight was stopped weirdly in the eighth round, I believe. 
John Gotti got beside himself, went after Floyd, started throwing real hands until he got caught with that overhand left that sent John Gotti running back to his corner. Both corners got in. It was just a wild, wild thing. Now, many people are calling for uh, this is a publicity stunt. This ain't no real beef. Ain't nothing really go down. And I ain't gonna lie, man, that's what it looked like. As weird as it looked and how, how it unfolded, we know how boxing can be sometimes. You try to put on a wild show, something to be memorable, something that's gonna entertain outside of the, the beautiful sport that boxing is. The sweet science, so to speak, as what many people call it. But this is crazy. I don't, I get it. Four probably made 20, 25 million dollars they go in there and fight a guy who absolutely had no chance of beating him or hurting him or anything. That's what he's been doing, fighting these YouTube sensations, all right? And John Gotti III was another one. And also, for John Gotti III's troubles, he was suspended by the Florida Commission today for six months. So not only did he get in a situation with Floyd, hopefully he got a nice piece of change, but he also can't book a fight or have any type of fights for the next six months. John Gotti III turned out to be the real loser in this two times, <laughs> all right? Floyd made a check, but I can't lie. I'm tired of seeing Floyd in these exhibitions, but I get it. Ain't trying to count another man's pockets, all right? Couple of the news and notes, all right? Then we're going to get Black on the phone. Fred Van Vliet declines his player option for the Toronto Raptors, which is going to make him a restricted free agent. Whatever team offers Van Vliet, uh, the Raptors will have the uh, uh, opportunity to match, but all signs indicate that Van Vliet uh, we'll be going to play for a new team, and uh, the Raptors will not get in the way of that. Wouldn't mind seeing him in L.A., huh, Lakers? All right. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs of the Buffalo Bills was a uh, impromptu no-show to a mandatory minicamp. Well, rumors are going crazy. One half of the Buffalo Bills, uh, Coach McDermott, saying he is concerned about the absence of uh, 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 Josh Allen, the uh, quarterback of the Buffalo Bills comes out and said uh, he's aware that he's dealing with a non-football issue. But then Stefan Diggs' agent says everything's perfectly fine. He passes physical and Diggs should be uh, reporting for camp in its entirety, so forth and so on. Something's going on. If you go back to the end of the Buffalo Bills season when Joey B, the boss, came through with the Bengals, and uh, disposed of the Buffalo Bills, Stephon Diggs was kind of talking a different kind of talk. You've seen him on the sideline during the division around matchup where he was kind of getting after Josh Allen. So I'm kind of curious, is this a real situation for the star wide receiver? Or, or... Is it really trouble in Buffalo? All right. So that's something that we're going to have to watch and uh, monitor closely and keep it locked here with the Sports Desk Man. And we'll update you guys and give our thoughts and opinion on the situation as it unfolds. All right. So those were our icebreakers for the show. Um, of course, up next, we'll be getting into uh, the NBA Finals at every, as everything wrapped up. We're going to go ahead and get Black on the phone here. And... Uh, Black owe me a smoother, though. He owe me a smoother for sure. He definitely do. Yo. Black. What's up, man? You hear me good? Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. I hear you decent, man. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just chilling, man. What's what's happening? What we what what we finna get into, man? Well, man, we finna get into these NBA finals. 
Um, <laughs> as they wrapped up in black, you know I gotta go there with you real quick, man. Mm. Hey, what's the update on my smoothie, bro? Man, I got you. Uh, what's the update? I gotta do some. I gotta do some moving around things, you know. Uh-huh. Um, Okay. I'll be with you soon. So probably next time you uh me and you see each other, your smoothie will be on deck. Or I'll be calling you asking you what type of smoothie you Okay, want. that's what I'm talking about. I I knew my homeboy was a real one. Yeah, I knew my homeboy was a yeah, real yeah. one, man. He wasn't gonna let me down I, for sure. I I got you, my boy. I ain't okay. gonna I ain't gonna forget. All right, man. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and get into it. The NBA season officially came to a close. On Monday night, we are done with the 2023 uh, NBA season where a brand new champion has been crowned for the first time ever in franchise history. The Denver Nuggets are NBA world champions, knocking off the Miami Heat in five games to win the title. Black, let's go ahead and put a bow on this series. Let's go to game five. Nuggets winning the championship. You picked the Miami Heat to win this thing in six games over the Denver Nuggets. Put a bow on the series. What are your thoughts now that the series is over? And are you backtracking anything going into your prediction? Um, I ain't gonna, I, I wouldn't say backtracking. I just uh, was proven wrong. That's all. You know, I was proven wrong that the better team in Denver has been the best team in the playoffs. Uh, through this run since the playoffs started, and uh, they showed why. You know, you when you have a, a all-time player, all-star, top five player. I mean, top five center in this game, like like yo, it's going to be very difficult to beat a team like that. And then you just throw in Jamal Murray and and, and the other cast, man. Um, Denver is a legit team, and they've been a legit team for a while. They just finally was finally was able to see, to get over the hump. So shout out to them, man, on a on an amazing season, amazing run, uh, new NBA champions, uh, well deserved, man. Uh, shout out to Mike Malone. You know, Mike Malone has been around, man, and to see him finally be able to get this championship, uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. But I'm not gonna retract. You know, uh, Denver did what they're supposed to to do, and Miami didn't. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. You know, they the formula that I thought w- would be able to work for them. They couldn't keep it going throughout the series, B, and um, the Nuggets showed. The Nuggets showed it. You know, right. they put up a good fight in Game Five. They tried their best to give it all, but Denver, Denver was just being Denver. And um, shout out to those guys, and shout out to Miami men on a amazing run, the eight seed all the way to the NBA Finals. Uh, it's no telling when we'll see that again, but they had an amazing ride also. But I uh, definitely want to give my props, man, to the Denver Nuggets on an amazing season and uh, lifting that trophy, man. And shout out to Yoke on on finals MVP and all around great NBA playoffs for him, man. Average a triple-double, man. Like, what more can you say about that? Right. Uh, for me, it's just kind of as is, as I thought it would be. Uh, I'm not surprised in any way, shape, or form um, uh, how this series turned out. Going into this, the Miami Heat were the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference going up against the best team wire to wire in the NBA this season, which were the Denver Nuggets. Talent is a real thing when you get to championship levels. Now, I'm not going to disrespect the Miami Heat, so anybody who's fans of the Heat or anybody who's fans of Jimmy Butler, please don't take this personal what I'm about to say. 
The talent disparity was evident and clear going into the NBA Finals. It was clear. Now, some people out there are saying, well, they knocked off the Bucks." Yeah, they did. And circumstances provided Milwaukee with an excellent opportunity, and they cashed in. One, the New York Knicks. Uh, yeah, the New York Knicks and Miami Heat, in my opinion, were comparable teams. I picked the Knicks to win that series. The Heat got it done. Going into Boston, I stand by this to this day. The Celtics should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed of themselves for not being able to beat the Miami Heat with the talent disparity. No disrespect to the Heat because they did what they were supposed to do and they were clicking on all cylinders. You get to the finals. The lone game that the Heat won in game two. They shot 53% from the three-point line, and they still came within a Jamal Murray game-tying three to go to overtime for them to possibly not even win that game. You watched each one of these games and what was the constant presence. The constant presence was the Denver Nuggets were bigger, longer. They had them better players. Jokic was unmatched and unchallenged during this entire series. Jamal Murray was the more efficient perimeter threat than Jimmy Butler could could ever be in this final. Jimmy Butler ran out of gas. When are we going to keep this conversation real? Not to minimize Jimmy Butler in any way. He gave his heart, his soul, and the max effort to get to the finals. But that's to get there. Championships are won by superstars. Championships are won by the better players that are on the on the best team. Normally, that's what you get in championship rounds. I'm not saying every once in a while you don't get an upset a la like the NCAA, but this is not one and done. These are seven-game series. These are not the NFL playoffs. These are seven-game series. These are not the college football playoffs. These are seven-game series. And truth be told, the Heat were outmatched. They were outclassed, and the Nuggets were simply better than the Miami Heat. Um. Jokic, point-blank period, right now standing, pound for pound, is the best basketball player in the world. And this man did something that has never been done in basketball history. Michael Jordan never done it. LeBron James never did it. Kevin Durant never done it. Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't do it in his run. Magic Johnson didn't do it. This man led the entire playoffs. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, and steals. Nikola Jokic is the first name on those lists throughout the 2023 playoffs. That is crazy. Yeah, it is. That is crazy. He is by far the example of an unselfish superstar who helped create what we saw in Denver. Shout out to Coach Mike Malone and his coaching staff. Shout out to everybody involved who was able to create the mindset of what the Denver Nuggets put on display against the Miami Heat. Those who out there who are diminishing the Nuggets championship, oh, they face the Miami Heat. I'm going to ask you to do one favor. Shut your mouths. The Denver Nuggets had nothing to do with who represented the Eastern Conference. They had nothing to do with that. They won the West and in devastating fashion, only only losing two games throughout their whole Western Conference playoff run. One to the Timberwolves. And went to the Phoenix Suns because they swept my Los Angeles Lakers. 
Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, if core can stay together and they can remain healthy, they will not be going anywhere else except to the NBA Finals. That's where they'll be going. And last but not least for me for the Denver Nuggets, and we'll move on, Jamal Murray, I'm very happy for this guy. The journey for Jamal Murray after tearing his ACL completely. I didn't know the the damage and the severity of his injury until they talked about it this morning, that Jamal's knee was completely torn. Everything in the knee, the ACL, the PCL, everything was blown up in there. And yeah, he, he had to go through. Whole knee. Yeah, and he had to reconstruct himself for over a year to get back here mm-hmm. and to be what he was and play like he played. And if it wasn't for Nikola Jokic, he'd be your finals MVP. <laughs> Jamal Murray, congratulations to you, sir, for persevering, getting back, and being a callous on a championship winning team. Oh, and by the way, Jamal Murray did things that Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, and guys, John Stockton, guys of those caliber never could do in the NBA Finals. The numbers that he put up, consistent 10 assist games in the NBA Finals, triple-double in the NBA Finals, he stands alone as a point guard in the NBA history. Kudos to this man for persevering, and congratulations to Mike Malone, and the Denver Nuggets. Black. Nikola Jokic. As you sit here and we talk about the totality of the best players in the league. Where do you go to automatically? You go to guys like obviously Giannis Antetokounmpo. You go to guys like Kevin Durant. You go to guys like Joel Embiid. You go to guys in the league who are considered the best. Not going to throw LeBron in there because LeBron is in year 21 and we already know what it is. He's in a whole nother conversation besides best player in basketball. But the NBA as a whole right now, Black, is it clear cut to you not being jaded by the Nuggets championship win? Is Nikola Jokic, does he have a firm grip on the best player in the league? Or is he just getting the credit he deserves right now? Um, I'm not. Um, I'm not going to say right now. And shout out to Yoke, no disrespect. Um, I feel like he is the best player in the world right now, but I don't think he has a firm grip on it. I believe him and Giannis still right there. Reason why I will put him over Giannis right now because your bag is deep, man. Mm. His 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 bag is deep. The things that he could do on the basketball court is deep. Mm. But Giannis is also Giannis is also a dog, man. Oh yeah, and it's he's uh we've seen we we we've seen what this man did to the Suns. No disrespect to what Yoke did, you know what I'm saying? We and Yoke just <laughs> it, 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 I think the thing that really made me be like, yeah, Yoke Yoke is the best player was seeing what he what he said in one of his uh post games interviews. He was he literally said out his mouth he was like. You know, I don't make the game hard on myself. He's like, either either something calls for me to pass the ball or shoot it. Yep. You know, you keep it simple. IQ. You keep it simple. That's what that's what basketball is. Yep. In so many matter of words, he's like, the unneeded pressure shouldn't have to be there. You just go out and play basketball and make the right play. Most basketball players, I don't know if they look at it like that because it's a lot be wearing on them, the pressure of winning and, you know, 
yoke is literally showing us and telling us, showing us more than he's telling us. He's just out there playing backyard basketball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just out there making the right the right play yeah. or the right pass. I mean, he's just doing the right thing. So yeah. for me right now, I'm not going to say he has a firm grip on best play in the world, but he is, as we speak, best player in the world. I just think it's really close between him and Giannis. But man, look, if 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 he can keep, if he keep this going, which I believe he will, and we'll see what, like you said, we'll see what Giannis do. Giannis, he still, we have to see him start doing some more things. Even though Giannis has been good, you know, it just, you know, injuries has plagued him yeah. over the past two seasons. If I'm not mistaken, well, not plagued him this year. Yeah, but I think him in that, that first round. I mean, he missed two games. Yeah, yeah, he missed two games in that first round. But man, Yoke, Yoke, right now is. It's by, I don't want to say by far, but he has more tools in that bag to to uh, give him the slight edge over Giannis as uh, best player in the world right now, in my opinion. Uh, so for me, I'm not going to be jaded. I'm going to give Yoke the utmost respect, and I'm going to crown Nikola Jokic the best player in all of basketball at this very moment. But here's mm-hmm. what you got to love about the game of basketball. No one, no one should be talking about no one else besides the Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic, the Joker. No one should be talking about nobody else but them. But I'm going to go mm-hmm. ahead and I'm going to whisper to the basketball lovers and I'm going to whisper to the NBA fans around the world. He hears all of this. He's mm-hmm. seeing all of this. And when I refer to who he is, he is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I believe Giannis is the most feared player in all of basketball when he is healthy. I think he's the most feared player for what he brings to the game on offense and defense. Now, the one Uh thing that separates Yoke and Giannis, in my opinion, well, it's two things. Yoke, obviously, offensively, and I'm not talking about just scoring the basketball. I'm talking about the passing. I'm talking about that is just by far he has that class. But this is what makes this debate so interesting and what's going to carry us over into the next season is the defensive presence that Giannis brings, a la him being a two-time defensive player of the year. So when you add those credentials to Giannis and you bring this to the conversation, we are set up for a world-class debate of who is indeed the best player in basketball. You're talking about the last... um, you're talking about the last two out of the three last champions in the NBA and black. If I had to bet a certain amount of money, this just kind of separating ourselves from being Laker faithful and LeBron supporters. A Jokic Giannis NBA finals. I mean, I would empty my savings account to get to one of those games. <laughs> so you just going to Milwaukee, man? You going to Milwaukee? Yeah, I don't, yeah I, I'm going to whatever. <laughs> So I'm not going to get the debate started. I just wanted to introduce it. I just wanted to introduce it. And we have plenty of time to discuss this. And this is nothing to do against Giannis. I'm just doing a little devil's advocate here. He hears it. He hears everything and he's seeing it all. And the way that he went out against the heat and the whole ordeal with the injury and all that, I got to think and believe that um, the Milwaukee Bucks, as newly constructed under a new head coach, they're going to revamp their roster, 
and add some pieces. I don't know about you, but well, I do know about you. I know you feel just like me. The moment they announce, let's say, I don't know, Christmas Day, can we get Bucks and Nuggets? Bucks and Nuggets on Christmas Day? <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Wouldn't you stop everything that you was doing, Black? Oh, definitely. Definitely. They got to put that at prime time, too. It's clock, man. Absolutely. But not to dismay... <laughs> Not to dismay Nikolai Jokic. I just wanted to put that low-hanging piece of fruit out there for all the basketball lovers. Don't forget about Giannis. But I am going to leave the crown with the Joker because obviously he's a two-time back-to-back MVP winner. Arguably should have been a triple threat, triple crown MVP winner, finals MVP, and the record that is so amazing. Points, rebounds, assists, Blocks and still he leads them all in the entire 2023 playoffs. Something that Antetokounmpo, with his historic run, did not do. Did not do. Yeah. All right. All right, Black. Let's go and to I the. Think, go ahead. Go ahead. One, go ahead. One more thing. One, one more thing for me, real quick on that. And yep. I think the thing with people with 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 Giannis right now, and you know the type of player Giannis is. Yeah. You feel like he's the most feared. They just feel like. Giannis is just a downhill basketball player. You know, he don't have the, you know, the moves and the in the the, the the passing and the shot making and the, you know, like Yoke do. You know, he don't he don't he's not a finesse guy. You know, Yoke is more of a finesse guy. You know, people love to see offense, and that's what Yoke is going to do. So more people are going to lean toward toward towards the Joker. You know, when it comes to who you talking about, who's the better player? But like you said, with Giannis. Him being that player that's feared, like we literally sat and watched this man dismantle the Phoenix Suns. Like literally, the Phoenix Suns was the best team all that year. Yeah, we watched this man on on a torn MCL, D. Yeah, on a torn MCL, dismantle the Phoenix Suns by himself. Yeah, and and you call it what you want with Giannis. Like you said, Yoke, he get all the respect, man. Yoke, shoot. In my opinion, Yoke, after winning this and getting the finals MVP and then plus everything he done, do you, is it easy to say he a top five center all time? Is it easy to say that? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, what, what, what he's done. But like you said, somebody's paying attention to that. Yeah. Someone's paying attention to that. And, and it's... If it's, if it's one of the most competitive players in this league, yeah. and I mean, it's no doubt about it, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. And you got to think that this man is going to be on on something next year. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know exactly what that will be. But well, you, yo, you know what I'm it's going to be. Sure he, you know what it's going to be. He's going to, he's going. He's going to have that mentality where he's not going to be denied. He's going to have something to that's say. What he's going to be. He's going to have that's something what to say. He's going to be with him next He's he not going to be denied. And, man, if the basketball gods bless us with a series like that, man, I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree with you, man. But I think now more people, if, that, if this question was getting, was getting asked on Twitter or any social media anywhere, more people will lean towards the Joker because people love to see offense and love to see. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful, a it's a beautiful game. Who, who 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 has more than one trick? You know what I'm saying? That's that's how most of them will look at it because they feel like Giannis offensively he just does one thing. He bulldozes over people and gets in the bucket. Right. <laughs> that's what they, that's what they feel like. But uh, Yoke is the more skilled, more finesse guy. So 
I can understand why people would pick uh, the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand. I mean, I mean, there's in my opinion, there's no wrong answer here. But I think the most respectful thing to do is to make sure that we acknowledge that Nikola Jokic, that we are proclaiming and we are heavily opinionated with everyone else who is deeming him the very best basketball player in the world. I just wanted to have yeah. a little conversation and play a little devil, devil's advocate to set the tone for the next season that don't forget about mm-hmm. that guy in Milwaukee. Don't forget about that guy who's still in his prime and who is still a serious problem. Serious problem. And I uh, look forward to seeing what comes along with that. All right, Black, let's transition to the Miami Heat, uh, the overachieving Heat, the Heat who scratched and clawed and, and played exceptional basketball, exceptional shooting, Jimmy Butler playoff, Jimmy, Hemi Butler, whatever you want to call him, did some of the most remarkable things that we had seen in NBA playoff basketball history. Even to go back to the play-in, when they lost the first game against the of the Hawks, and then they had the opportunity to face the Bulls. And even with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, the Bulls was up three. If it weren't for Matt Struess, the Heat wouldn't even make the playoffs. They get into the playoffs, <laughs> and they shocked the world. They shocked the world. Injuries or not, they beat the number one overall seed in basketball, which was the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat them in five games and sent them packing. They headed New York. They beat the Knicks in six, which is a very upstart, scrappy, uh, uh, exuberant team in the Knicks. They sent them home in six games. And then the the most disappointing team, in my opinion, this whole, whole season, the whole thing, was the Boston Celtics. Well, the Miami Heat ain't cared nothing about that because they took care of them up 3-0. Boston made a hell of a run to get it to Game 7. We all thought the Celtics were going to make history, and then the Heat beat Boston by 20 at home, well, in Boston, to get to the NBA Finals. Black, what does Miami need? What do they need to win a championship? They have been to the Finals two out of the last four years. They've been to the Eastern Conference Finals four out of the last five years. The Heat are bamming on the door. What do they need to do to hoist that Larry O'Brien trophy again? Well, um, we know what they need. They need they need to bring somebody alongside Jimmy Butler who can score the basketball. As simple as that. Oh, uh, those, those that that team that's constructed right now is a bunch of dogs, man. They're they're guys who been through the mud, who then uh, got it the hard way. So we you don't have to worry about do they have the heart and do they have the dog mentality because they already have that. It was just a lot on Jimmy Butler and. And I hate to say it about Jimmy Butler. We hear we play, playoff Jimmy. We've heard it for the past four years here. Jimmy L. Butler playoff time. He comes alive. People started to talk about is he a superstar? No, he isn't. I'm sorry, he isn't right now at this point. He's not a superstar. Jimmy Butler just when it comes playoff time, he does some amazing things, but it hasn't got him over the hump. So you can't put him in superstar status right now. But he needs somebody that community to just go out there and score the basketball, then just come along for the ride. Come along for the ride. Jimmy is the, the heartbeat, heart and soul of the Miami Heat. He just need a little bit of help. And no disrespect to the, to, to the Tyler Heroes of the world, the uh, Max Schroes, and um, the uh, uh, other guy, I can't remember, he's not the, the point guard, I can't remember his name. Off Caleb Martin. Uh, Caleb Martin, no disrespect to those guys. But we've seen... What happened against the Denver Nuggets? They were non-existent, non-existent in the in the finals offensively. They couldn't really get it going. 
And like you said, Jimmy Butler ran out of gas, so they need to bring somebody along. I don't know who who it could be, but I'm pretty sure I, I could believe the Miami Heat. They realize what they need to do to get Jimmy some help, and I fully expect them to be, you know, really heavy and free agency trying to find him some help or somebody who can come along and take some of that pressure off Jimmy and get them over the hump, man, because that's all they're missing. They got everything uh, everything else that they need. They got the shooting. If you want to add a big in there, okay, you can, but um, I think they just miss I believe they miss a one-piece D, and that piece is, a, is, is somebody who can go out and score the basketball and take that, some of that pressure off Jimmy Butler to get him some help. I'm looking at a guy like, or why, why wouldn't you want to try to go get a Bradley Beal? Why wouldn't you want to go try to get a guy like that who's haven't had those type of moments? But I'm pretty sure when it comes to scoring the basketball in big time moments, he'll be one of those guys that are uh, deliver for you. You know, if 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 it's a guy you want to trade for, a, a Dame Lillard, like one of those guys, I, you know, somebody that can help him out and uh, get Miami over the hump because that's what they were missing. B. It wasn't on the defensive side because they can get stops when they needed them. It was offensively. And everything was going through Jimmy, and they tried their best with Duffy Robinson and, and Bam, but it just wasn't enough because Jimmy couldn't get off the way he needed to because he's, he ran out of gas. So I would say offensively, D, they need to find some help to, get, to take some of that pressure off of Jimmy uh, on the offensive side of the basketball. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have that much more to add. It's simple as that. Jimmy Butler is a very good player. Jimmy Butler has great moments, but Jimmy Butler is not a superstar talent. He's guts, he's heart, and he's a dog. The role players that are undrafted, that played so immensely well for the Miami Heat, they did all that they could do. They did all that they can do, but I'm going to say it again. When you get to the championship round, that's when the superstars, the best players that are considered in the world, shine. We see it year after year. We saw it with Nikola this series, this year. Last year, Steph Curry reemerged to state his claim. The year before that, Giannis Antetokounmpo. The year before that, LeBron said, hello, don't forget about me. We see this time and time again. And the Heat just didn't have it. The only name that makes sense to me, we're talking about winning a title. And no disrespect to Bradley Bill, because I believe Bradley Bill and Jimmy Butler can get you back to the NBA Finals. But I ain't finna sit here and lie to you. I don't think Bradley Bill and Jimmy Butler gonna beat Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. I don't, I'm not subscribing to that. The only mm. name that makes sense for the Miami Heat is Dame Lillard. You need a nuclear option on the offensive side of the ball that is literally unstoppable every night i'm talking about every night he steps in the gym he's literally unstoppable that's the only name that comes to mind to help the miami heat win a championship they're missing a superstar piece if you put dame with jimmy it's the perfect combo yeah Dame on the outside, moving in and out freely, doing whatever he wants to do. It will not even get in the way of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler can maintain the perimeter, keep getting to the rack, and he don't want no pass to the three-point line anyway. 
I think that would be an amazing combination in South Beach. Now, of course, you're going to have to give up Tyler Hero. Of course, you're going to have to give up uh, other pieces around. You might have to give up your Kayla Mark. You might have to give up a Duncan Roberts. You may have to give up some of those pieces. But if you can, if you can put Dame with Jimmy and Bam out of Bayou, okay, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Other yeah. than that, other than that, I can't think of another move to put the Miami Heat over the top for a player that could be available. Unless I'm missing somebody, Black. Unless somebody else that could be available, superstar status that I might be missing. Well, you know, this, you know, and, and it still could be something with the Kyrie Irving thing. You see, the rumor came out that they went all in to try to get him from the Nets. Yeah. I guess they took. The, I took. The, I guess they took the better deal with the Mavs. So that that still could be an option for them with Kyrie and Kyrie. I, I don't. Kyrie and Jimmy Butler would also be a nice piece, but it would Kyrie be in there beat Yoke and Murray? That's going to be the thing. You know, is, would you put Kyrie Irving on a level as a Dane Lillard if he was to get to Miami? Uh, give me, give me Damian Lillard. Okay. Over Kyrie okay. Irving. Mm-hmm. I think that he could win a championship with that combo. I think that they could. And I think if they stay currently constructed, they will continue to scratch and claw to the conference final and maybe, just maybe, get to the NBA finals. Because let's call it what it is. The Boston Celtics were absolutely disgusting. They was. Losing to the AFC to Miami Heat in the fashion that they lost. They were down three. Now they're like, come on, man. <laughs> but I'm not going to take off on the Boston Celtics. I'm going to keep respect to the Miami Heat. The Heat culture is a real thing. It's real. It is. It's it a is. real thing. Pat Riley and Coach Spo, they have developed, Alonzo Mourning, they have developed something that's real. And if I'm a guy like Dame Litter, I'm looking and I'm saying, you know what, man? Man, I'm all they need. I'm all they need. We can go to Boston and say, hey, what's happening? We can go to Milwaukee and we can <laughs> say, hey, what's happening? Because in the Eastern Conference, I mean, let's call it what it is, man. It's only two or three teams that can get to the NBA Finals, man. Come on, man. Let's just call it what it is. Okay, you want to throw the, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia 76ers in the mix? Okay, fine. But I think for the Heat, they got to get a superstar talent with no disrespect to Jimmy Butler. Jimmy ran out of gas. I said it the last episode, the Cinderella slipper was falling off of the foot of Jimmy Butler. If you thought for one second that Duncan Robinson and Caleb Martin were going to save the day against Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, you were on drugs. I get the underdog thing. I get it. Because my homeboy, he loved the underdog story. My homeboy going to pick an underdog in a minute. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> but I knew my homeboy knew. I knew my homeboy knew from the beginning of this thing. This thing was going to go left. <laughs> but I understand it. I understand it. Because I said to myself on the last show, Black, hey, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we can get a game seven on Father's Day with the Miami Heat on the brink of making history. But now I got to watch 90 Day Fiance or reruns of Snowfall on Father's Day. 
because of Miami Heat. Because the Miami Heat couldn't get me right. I'd rather you watch Snowfall, my boy. Hey, nine day fiance that fire, and I don't sleep on it. But listen, now. <laughs> me and you both agree. A superstar talent is what the Miami Heat need. A superstar talent mm-hmm. will help them get in the position to win the title. The question is, Black, and we've only seen this one time in Miami. That was when Pat Riley was able to get LeBron and D. Wade down the South. I mean, LeBron and Chris Bosh down the South Beach and pair them with Dwayne Wade. Can Pat Riley do it again? Can he do it? That's going to be remains to be seen, man. That's going to be remain to be seen. Remain to be seen. All right, Black. Let's see. All right, Black. The 2023 NBA season is officially over, my guy. Black, just real quick, off the top of your head, man, put a bow on the NBA season for you. I mean, we know it's a lot of games that we've covered, a lot of stories that we've covered. The playoffs just finished up. Just whatever can come to your brain right now, what are some of your highlights of this past season, man? Man, just a just a, just an overall great year, man. Um, basketball is a great sport. It's it's in a basketball is in a very good place. We see the game, uh, we see the NBA evolve every year. They they bring out the the stuff that Adam Silver is trying to do to make the league better. Um, it's it's working. It's working. I, I feel like he he's done a great job, and. Uh, it's only good things to come, but man, this season was it just full of full of a lot of things, man. Like, you know, first and foremost, all I'm and 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 I just see it because it's the king, you know, seeing him break the record and yeah. man, um, just the whole Lakers Lakers run, man. It was just to get to the NBA Finals, man. When they started the season two and ten, and mm-hmm. the problems with Russell Russell Westbrook, that's just a storyline in itself, man. And then been able to see. You know, have Kawhi back in the league in some type of form to see the things that he could do, and it was, it was just a, it was just a. Ma- oh, looked like we lost Black. Hopefully, we'll get him back. But I just kind of pick up where he left off. Um, the twenty twenty three NBA season was remarkable. Uh, it was remarkable. So many great moments from the season. Um, couple of things. Oh, here goes Black back in. Black, you back. Black. Yo, sorry about that, man. No, all good, all good. Oh, he went out again. He went out again. All right, so, so many things. So many things with the 2023. Hello, Black? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm back. I'm back. Okay. But yeah, right. man, just, sorry about that. No uh, problem. But yeah, just just overall a great season, man. And uh, uh, like I was saying, seeing players like Kawhi really get back after being gone for literally a whole year and a half. We didn't see Kawhi, you know, seeing him back on the court. I mean, just um, just the young talent, up and coming young talent. Uh, one of your favorite players down in Orlando, the Dookie. Oh yeah, you know, seeing, seeing that young kid. Uh, yeah, seeing that uh, seeing that young kid come along and. Do something that only LeBron James did as a rookie, uh, average twenty and ten uh, in his first season. Like it was, it was, it was some amazing things that happened. Just a few things off the top of my head, but overall, man, just the greatness of the NBA. Steph Curry, Dame Lillard. I mean, Kevin Durant. I mean, all the big trades. Like, 
we get we get stuff in the NFL, but it seems like when you get to the NBA and trade deadline oh, yeah. and all that stuff, come on, place new faces and new places come. It just seems like it's 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 a whirlwind. It's a big deal. And seeing Kevin Durant go to the Suns, man, and form what they had over there, yeah. And seeing this, and then see Kyrie land in Dallas, like yeah, it's just a lot, man, and that you get a lot of greatness and a lot of good for the NBA overall. Great season, D. The right. NBA is going to keep going up, man. That's why it's one of the best sports in the world. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to Adam Silver on another amazing season, man. And looking forward to it next season. Yeah, just to add a couple things for me, man. Uh, of course, LeBron breaking the all-time scoring record. All the trades and everything that you said. It's nice to see the young talent in the league uh, really starting to ramp up and show their hand. Um uh, uh, how good that the league is going to be once this young talent gets going. Um, you know, just night in and night out, man, you, you see things that only certain guys in the world can do every single night when it comes to the game of basketball, especially in the NBA. And then you look at all the international love that's in the league. I mean, just look around, all the international great players that are in the league. I mean, it seemed like every sports show, if you weren't leading with LeBron and the Lakers, you were leading with Luka Doncic and something that he did. Or you were leading with Nikola Jokic and something he did. Or you were leading with Giannis Antetokounmpo and something he did. Um, it's just remarkable to see all of the really good talent um, that is in the league. And the NBA is in a very healthy, healthy state, man. And... um all the opportunities that are going to be coming as a result of Adam Silver um, and, and what he and his team and the NBA as a whole, as a global entity, um, is going to provide for us as basketball fans. So the game is growing. I mean, look who's coming in. Victor Aminyama is on his way to the National Basketball Association, and I can't wait to cover him. And, and have conversations and dialogue and see what this kid has to offer. I mean, he's coming into the league next season. <laughs> so yeah, it, yeah. It, it, he is a myth and he is a phenom, of, of so to speak. And a lot of people have a lot of high hopes for that guy. But I'm just looking forward because the game is getting bigger. It's growing on a much larger scale. And, and he's coming out of France. Like, he ain't coming out of California or Florida or Michigan or Tech. No, this man coming out of France. <laughs> and finna show us things that we probably ain't never seen before. So just stuff like that has me excited on where the game is going. I appreciate all the talented players all around the league. I appreciate the coaching. I just appreciate the sport. I'm a big fan of the game. So I love all sports. I love it all. But basketball, it kind of has has my heart and my soul right now because it's a game that on a nightly basis, man, you can continuously be locked in. I get it. Football is king in America. I understand that. It, and it will always be king. Um, but for me, man, man, I hate it when basketball isn't around. And even though basketball has become a year-round thing because in just a couple of weeks, we got the NBA draft. And then a couple of weeks after that, we got the summer league. So it kind of is mm -hmm. around the clock. Then we got free agency. But as far as coming home, 7 o'clock, 7.30 on a random Wednesday night, and turning on TNT or ESPN or NBA TV and catching me a good old talented basketball game during the week. It's one of the better feelings that I have, Black. One of the better feelings yeah. that I have. So gonna miss the um gonna miss the every single night uh 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 banter of the NBA. But you know, I know how it goes, man. Before we blink, man, we be like, dog, it's already time for NBA tip off. And we'll be right back at it, man. So congratulations to all of the 
first, second, and third NBA, uh, all NBA team uh, players, the Denver Nuggets world champion, all of the uh, the players who all the, all of the, uh, the the players who won MVP, Joel Embiid, Defensive Player of the Year, and Jaron Jackson Jr. Rookie of the Year, Banchero, Sixth Man of the Year, uh, uh, who won Sixth Man of the Year, uh, Brogdon, um, Coach of the Year, like just every, I mean, just so much has taken place in the leagues. And just congratulations to everybody who was able to leave their mark on the 2020, uh, the 2022-2023 NBA season. All right. So that's going to wrap up this episode of the Sports Desk. Um, the Sports Desk is going to be going over a facelift, so to speak, in the coming months. But we will be getting into more details uh, on that. We know we have been talking for quite some time, bringing some changes. Well, I can assure you those changes are indeed happening. So as we inch closer and closer to the NFL and college football seasons, we will be rolling out some announcements on where you can find the Sports Desk and where you can can see us that's right i said see see us in the coming months when talking about your favorite sports topics on a weekly and daily basis okay uh black anything before we get up out of here man oh uh, no man appreciate all the love and support we get from our our listeners and uh everyone that's rocking with us man y'all keep rocking with us like you said great things coming uh new endeavors man uh, uh i'm excited about them it's going to be Fresh and new, but I'm, I'm I'm ready to rock and roll, man. With my with my, with my guy, yep. so y'all be on the lookout for that, man. And just uh, y'all keep rocking with us, man. We're gonna continue to give y'all great content. Yep. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Black ENL Three Man. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Black Man. I'm gonna catch up with you in a little bit, man. Okay. All right now. All right, man, so this is going to wrap up the Sports Desk, man, episode 230, all right, 230 of the Sports Desk. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed, um, you know, today's episode. Uh, me and Black are going to take a week off, so unless we have some major breaking news, uh, me and Black are going to take next week off, and then we're going to try to get into the dead dog days of the sports um, as we await the arrival of college football in the National Football League, all right? So, um, like I said before, y'all stay tuned, man. So, we got some major announcements and some things that we're going to be rolling out in the next couple of months with a, a new way that you guys are going to be uh, hearing, seeing, and listening to the sports desk, man. So, y'all keep it tight uh, for sure. So, again, it's your guy, Desiree L. Hicks Jr. You can find me at, with that at that name on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about on those platforms, okay? And until next time, y'all be cool. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Share the sports desk. Let them know it's a sports show out there um, that they need to, you know, just give a chance. Take a listen to and see if they rock with what me and Black got to offer. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, all right, that they might want to check out the Sportsologist live on the sports desk, all right? All right, man. Y'all take care of yourselves. And like I said, we're off next week. And um, unless something major happens in the sports world, then we will fulfill our duties to all our faithful listeners and bring our thoughts and opinions on the major sports stories in the world of sports. All right, y'all. Y'all be cool. Listening to the sports desk. Hey, this will do lunch sports. Man. 
Come on. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.